Hi, everyone. This is Brent. Welcome to the LoveWorks Dreamers and Doers podcast number 121. At LoveWorks, we believe you are never too young to be a dreamer and never too old to do your dream. If this is your first time, thank you for joining us and giving us the thing that means the most to you, your time. If you're returning, welcome back. We know you have lots of options out there in the podcast universe. Our hope with the Dreamers and Doers podcast is that each week's special guest will connect with you wherever you find yourself today and inspire you to become the best version of yourself for tomorrow. Now, at LoveWorks, we believe that one of the ways that you can become one of the best versions of yourself is to focus on personal growth. We love curating things like changing your mindset, book suggestions, new music to check out, organizations making a positive contribution in the world, movies that will inspire you, influencers, blogs, or resources that have encouraged your personal growth. Today, we're going to talk about a must-have for back-to-school shopping. School is, I can't believe, L that it's already almost time to go back to school for the kids. And uh, I would be curious, what is the thing? You're a mom, you've got kids. What is the must-have item uh, when you walk in the doors of the school uh, this school year? Yeah, well, my kids are still too young enough to have a phone. But if we put the phone aside, I would say a planner. And so if you are especially in middle school or high school or even college, um, actually, even in the work, you know, the workplace, um, you know, having a planner to know, you know, what you, where, you, where your meetings are, to write notes, to um, just outline what you're going to do for the day. And for me, I always, I always have um, podcast or not podcast, post-its all over um, different sizes, shapes, colors, lines, no lines on top of that, um, just to make my list. Um, and I love, especially the post-its, you're not going to th- throw away your planner, but I can crumple them up and throw them away once they're all done. So it's very satisfying. How about you, Brent? Well, I'm going to one up your planner and say that that a trapper keeper is is an, a, preferably a trapper keeper with transformers on the cover. That is a, that is by far and away one of the most important items for back to school. And I know they went out for a little while, but they're back. Trapper keepers yeah. are back in force. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have caught me. Uh, without a trapper keeper, especially in elementary school, but uh, it's got the Velcro on it, right? And so it makes oh, sense. Of course, it's got a yeah. flap, the Velcro, and they come in. There, there's various configurations inside, you know, where you have the levels of complication with folders and pouches and little places to put things. You know, it's just it's just great. So, in fact, I've even thought about getting a trapper keeper for work. You know, like like forget <laughs> school. It it might be a must have item for. For the office as well. Yeah, you put everything in it and carry it around. I love it. I mean, what what better way to show up at a power meeting than with a trapper keeper with transformers on the front? I mean, you're it, just dominate the meeting with with something like that. So with with a satisfying you know rip of that Velcro when you open it up, all eyes on you, right? Yes, it's like now I'm going to share the annual report and open it up, and there we have it. So. Okay, well, dreamers and doers, we hope today's conversation beats you wherever you find yourself on your leadership journey. So here's the format. We're going to hear an interview where a guest shares their dream and the steps they've taken to reach their dream. We hope after hearing their story, you'll think to yourself that if he or she can do that, so can I. The place where you are today to where you want to go tomorrow. And let's meet our special dreamer and doer today, Christine Stern. Christine has pursued her passion for songwriting for 12 years with songs recorded in a variety of genres, 
Some of the artists who have recorded Christine's songs include Grammy Award winning, uh, sorry, Grammy Award winner Fizzle, Scarface, American Idol alumni Ashton Jones, Dove Award nominated Jay, uh, Anna Golden, Allison Spear, Rachel Morgan Perry, Nerva, among others. Her songs have charted number four on iTunes Christian and Gospel Charts and have charted on Billboard Top 100. Currently, she works with Smash Coast Music, where she writes songs for TV and film. She's also determined to keep dreaming those big dreams and just released her own single as an artist called Draw Me. When she isn't songwriting herself, she has a passion for teaching songwriting and helping other songwriters. She's created songwriting courses for not just one, but two colleges, and was an instructor at Extreme Institute by Nelly in St. Louis. Christine lives in Arizona with her husband, Dan, and their three beautiful children, and she's always dreaming big, but her favorite dream to ever come true already has, and to become a wife and a mother. Welcome, Christine. Are you there? Yes, thank you so much for having me this morning. We're so sad that we can't see you, but you know, everybody just got to go look her up online and go listen to her new single. And do you have any YouTube videos out there? Yes, I do. I actually have a a YouTube link, uh, Christine C. Songs. Just uh, look that up on YouTube and I'll show my playlist of songs that have been recorded. That's amazing. Well, your new song is beautiful. Um, oh, thank you. Um, everyone out there, go listen to it. Listen in the car. Um, and is there a YouTube for that song yet? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so go check it out on YouTube as well so you can see your beautiful face. Um, so we're so excited to have um, you know this time to spend with you and getting to know you more this morning. And uh, we, of course, are the Dreamers and Doers podcast, and we love to start our interview with this question. And I think I know the answer to it, but I'm curious of what you're going to say. Would you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or a doer? Dreamer, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are you gained skills over the years as doing or, you know, any experience with that? Um, I feel like um, I love that quote that's like the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately because oh, it's easy one. to yeah. dream the big dreams and come up with these ideas. I feel like every day I'm just constant ideas, ideas, but then like, sitting down and having a plan to execute those ideas and how long the time frame is going to be. Um, just doing a song takes more than just writing it. You have to find an artist, you have to find a producer, you have to find an engineer. And I, it's something you cannot do. Music is something you cannot do on your own. You need a team. So um, people that see artists that write their um own songs, they write their own songs, but they're not fully producing them and getting them to the place to finish them. And so um, I've always encouraged people, um, the writing part and the idea, you got to craft it, craft the form of it. And then um, you got to think next step, who am I going to see singing this? Who am I going to get to produce it? It's, it's a whole team process. That's awesome. All right. Well, how about if you don't mind, let's time travel for just a minute and let's go back in time to your middle or high school years. Um, so kind of get that mental picture. You're, you're back in middle school, high school. What were those years like for you? And, and maybe does a particular story really stand out for you? Um, my middle school and high school years were wonderful. I don't know if people say that, but they were wonderful for me because I went to a a loving church that 
Uh, the sky was the limit. Like you could have these big dreams. Um, I had parents that helped me like, they would say, what do you want to do? And I would say music. And they were like, they weren't showbiz parents, but they were like, okay, let's get you in choirs. Let's get you singing. Let's get you in events that have to do with music. Um, I had, um, I, I really feel like I had such a love for Jesus. Like I went to two churches my senior year. <laughs> um, I went to my church and I had an awesome youth pastor there. And then I went to a Spanish church and had youth pastors there that really poured into me. But one story in particular um, is a lady named Susie. I, uh, I love to sing and our church would do these like singing competitions and it was intense. Like we would compete against other churches and um, she, uh, she was a voice teacher and I wasn't taking voice lessons. And she would say, um, and this started probably in sixth grade. We would drive 45 minutes away. I'm from a small town, Hereford, Texas. And we would drive to Amarillo, 45 minutes. And um, she would say, hey, Christine, why don't you ride with me? And she would practice my song with me vocally, show me techniques. And she did that from sixth grade to high school. And I just love that story because um, I was competing against her daughter. And she was just like, so like, kingdom minded, like, hmm. I see you, I see the gift inside of you. And I'm going to help uh, nurture that and help you with your songs. Hmm. That's really neat. It's, uh, that you know, there are people in your life that inspired you to live the way you're, you know, you're living now. Have you ever, um, you know, over the course of, you know, developing your voice and pursuing your career, were you ever swayed to use your talents for yourself versus, um, versus others and for the Lord? Um, I, I do write uh, songs for um, the mainstream. I'm, I'm writing for TV and film. I'm focusing on that. So when I'm in those sessions, I do have rules where I'm not going to compromise. Like, I'm not going to cuss in a song. I'm not going to write things that I don't live my life that way. And so um, drugs or alcohol or stuff like that, I'm not going to write about that. Um, I can write about having a good time and not including those things. So I feel like in those moments is a really good time to be in that setting and just shine and I and I feel like I'm past the age of wanting acceptance and so I'm just like no here I am you know this is what I bring to the table and just being honest and every time I've been honest in those sessions I've come out with such great friendships yeah you know what I what I hear in there is that you you stick to your values basically and so no matter what setting you're in um you know whether it's with people who share the same values or don't but that you can still communicate that in, in a positive way. And I hear actors, um, that's another, when you were talking about that, I've, you know, actors that stick, um, stick to certain things and no matter what, and will not, um, you know, sway in, in their beliefs. And I think that's, it's shows character and that's, that's, you know, Thank that's you. what it's all about. So that's really great. Thank you. So Christine, there's a phrase that, that we use often at LoveWorks that your talent will only carry you as far as your character will keep you. So the idea that, you know, your talent will open the door, but your character will keep it open. Have you seen this play out 
for your time in the industry that you're you're in now? Have you seen that play out for you? Hmm. Um, absolutely. Like I was saying before, I've been in settings that are different environments and just sticking true to uh, who I am and knowing what I can bring to the table. And also just having the work ethic too, like just completing the projects. Because creatives, we like like to create, but sometimes we don't like to finish it. And there's business aspects that people don't um, know or study or like do. And then they're like, oh, my song hit this number, but I didn't get paid because they didn't know how to go through the legal aspects of paperwork or registering mm -hmm. your song or, and doing stuff like that. And so that's, that really saddens me when somebody like has a good song that went really far and they didn't get paid because they didn't know how to do the, the business side of it or ask someone, Hey, can you help me? do the business side. Can you, I, I'm struggling here and in that area. Yeah. Kyle, that's interesting. Cause yeah, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so, and sometimes you don't even know who to ask. So it sounds like um, through some of your career, you'd be able to help in your, I'm kind of going off script here, but with your songwriting um, classes, do you talk about the business side? Absolutely. I don't want anybody leaving my classes without knowing about the business side, because I don't want them to feel like, oh, I know all of this, but I didn't handle my money correctly. And, um, and so absolutely, that's probably one of the first things I teach, because <laughs> I want them to go out and know that you know, this is a process, whether you have a label behind you or don't, because I've done a lot of independent stuff. So I've had to learn how to do the paperwork and how to register a song or how to um, get an attorney if I need one. So I've had to learn how to do that on my own. And um, it is possible. So yeah. Um, so this kind of leads into our next question. I think about your classes again. He said, we, we at LoveWorks believe that the difference between having a dream and doing your dream has to do with the amount of effort that you put into it. So how does effort play into your dreams and how you, how you teach and how you um, just do, do your business and, and your, pursue your career? So I know for me, every day I am at least writing down something, mm -hmm. whether it be an idea or a an email to execute a project like, Hey, we got to finish this or, or just like um, doing some type of business where I am fresh every day amongst running a family. Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like, I am putting the work every day and setting a time aside to um, do something to finish the product out, to finish the song out because if I'm not on top of it, I know sometimes it'll just sit there and it's like, I'll forget about it. Cause yeah. like creatives are just very creative and not organized. So I've had to teach myself spreadsheets, yep. <laughs> you know, like, there. Oh my goodness, <laughs> spreadsheets and um, keeping up with people and, and just keeping up with emails. And so I've had to learn like, okay, this is a business. I can only take myself so far. If I'm not doing anything and I'm not communicating with people, I'm only going to go so far. Hmm. You know, that's really good. You know, you've described, I think what a lot of people feel 
in their day to day that there are just lots of plates spinning and trying to keep everything on track. And, you know, you've got kids and you've got this career and it's a creative career, which sometimes that can even make it more challenging because you're trying to stay on top of your game with your creativity and the work that you're doing and not get distracted and all these things. And so I'm wondering, have you discovered some important maybe daily routines or weekly routines that you follow that try to keep help you stay on track with all the things that you're doing? Um, one routine that I do, um, yes, I always have a time set aside where I'm going to work on music stuff, like an hour or two. And I also have like one routine that I do is just for, I'm really big into mind, body and soul, like all of it connecting. And so like the first thing I do in the morning, I have um, the Bible app and I'll read like a Bible study. And before I go to bed, I read a Bible study. So that's the last thing and the first thing on my mind before I start functioning and doing my day. And then um, just setting that time uh, aside, even like in the summertime, when when the kids are around, just setting time aside, um, getting them to read while I'm doing something or um, an activity while I can set that time aside. Because life is never going to slow down. It's just going to get crazier and busier and faster. And um, so just making that time and that space to concentrate. Yeah, I've heard you say it a couple times that, you know, make the time, you know, we can all, we can all say, I don't have any time, but it really what it is, is you're not making time for that. You're not prioritizing that. So I love that you have to make the time for the things that you value and that are priorities for you. So that's, that's really good. Um, so I've heard, I feel like I've heard your passion and all the things that you've shared with us today, but tell us something, uh, you know, what is something that you love about what uh, you get to do, all the things you get to do? What do you love about it? I love the people I get to meet. I love the how people come from all different kinds of backgrounds and we're all uniting together to bring like a song to life. Hmm. Um, I love that I'm with like-minded people. They understand me um, and we understand each other and we're all on the same projects together and just understand what the goal is. And we can encourage each other because like, I live in Phoenix. Phoenix is not a music city. <laughs> um, there's, there's great people that have come from here, but it's not a, a music city. So one thing that I have learned is just to bloom where I'm planted. Find those people that do music. Um, find those groups that have like-minded people. Because like, if I'm just talking to somebody that doesn't do music, they're just kind of like, huh? And so, you know, like, or um, don't really understand uh, the level that I want to achieve a project. Christine, is there a particular dream that you're working on right now? Yes. So a dream that I'm really excited about is um, I got a call couple months ago to write a song for an independent movie and um that will release next year and i gotta write it with carlos michael hagany and johnny winnick and um carlos is actually the producer of producer director of the film and so um just being able to write a song just for that movie 
and have um, what he wanted in that song. And I'm just so excited for um, the world to hear it. That's awesome. Wow. I have to go look up that, uh, that director now. <laughs> see what they're working on well, that's great all right well um we love asking this question you get to join 120 other guests to answer this but if you could talk to your middle school self what is a piece of advice you'd want to share um i know the dream is big but it's going to happen and it might not happen the way you think it's going to happen but it's going to happen and be okay to be flexible um, I wanted to be like a Christian artist. And then I went to a songwriting conference that changed my life. It's called Write About Jesus. Any Christian songwriters out there, please go to this conference. It was so life-changing. And at that conference, I just remember God just speaking to me and saying, like, you know, I want you to, you're a good songwriter. Keep on practicing. Keep on doing this. And like, you know, I showed up. I thought I was going to win. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't place until my fifth year and I placed third. And it was like, just keep on showing up because things don't happen overnight. They take time. Hmm. That's really good. That's really good. All right, Elle, get the timer out. Let's get ready here. Ready. So Christine, for the last part of our interview, you get one minute. This is kind of the speed round here. You get one minute to share something encouraging for the big dreamer or the big doer or both uh, that are listening here. So uh, one minute is kind of your closing thoughts, the last pieces of advice you'd like to share with our listeners today. Elle, do we have the timer ready? Are we good to go? We do. All right, Christine, you're up. Okay. Um, bloom where you're planted. Find like-minded people around you. And um, you're never too old for a dream. Like there's not an age number that says, oh, you got to stop dreaming. Um, I, I released a song this year and, you know, that that was for me to be uh, like, oh, I can still sing. I still have a voice like, you know, um, God has put something in my heart personally for me to sing and not for anybody else not any other artist the artist i see seeing in it is me so bloom where you're planted i think that is the the best one that i can say and then um don't don't worry about age keep on dreaming boom <laughs> great job christine thank you so much for that i think i know the title uh for your interview now <laughs> <laughs> so christine we want people to be able to uh learn more about you uh, is there a, a preferred way for folks to to follow you a website a, a, or a, a social media channel or, or something like that um yes christine.stern on instagram facebook and um youtube it's christine christine c songs um but if you just type in uh christine stern it'll pull up my music on youtube Awesome. Well, Christine, thank you so much for making us just a little bit better today and reminding us that we're never too young to dream. And as you said, never too old to dream either. So thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure meeting both of you today. Definitely. Thanks, Christine. We'll be uh, checking you out <laughs> keeping keeping tabs on you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. You too. All right, Brent, that was an awesome interview. Um, 
I just loved how, you know, just honest she was and um, just that she's able to pour into other people, you know, what she's learning. She doesn't want anybody with, you know, she sees someone else making a mistake. She wants to make sure no one else does. I just, that was a huge takeaway for me. Um, and that you can stand firm in your values, you know, no matter what, and you can share that in a kind way. Um, and you don't have to, you know, push on anybody, but just to make sure you stand firm in who you are. So, you know, I really liked her commentary about uh, bloom where you are. Um, I think she mentioned that, you know, she didn't have to move to Nashville or L.A. or, you know, New York or somewhere like that to to build a successful career in music. She leveraged the resources that she has right there in Phoenix. And I just think so many people defer their dream because they just think, well, I've got to be living somewhere else. I've got to be in a place where I'm more connected or I have this or I have that. And and I really believe if people just thought about what do I have right here? where I am right now, what, what kind of resources are around me that maybe those people in those other places don't have. Uh, maybe I have a more supportive community around me, or I have people, I have family, I have things that resources that I wouldn't have in those other places. And yeah. So I just love that mindset that, you know, do what you can with what you have, where you are. I think it was a yeah. quote that a president said many years ago. <laughs> and, uh, and I just think it's great. I, I think that's really good stuff. That's awesome. Well, listeners, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn from another very gifted, talented artist who loves sharing her gift and encourages all to share um, our unique gifts, check out episode 21 with Erica Ray. And just a reminder to visit loveworksleadership.org to learn more about us. Did you know that we have a feature on our website that allows you to send us an audio question? Let us know if you need guidance on your leadership journey that you'd like us or one of our guests to answer. That'd be awesome. Remember, real leaders don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.